For sure. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that comes to mind for me is Mark Ingram. Like mm -hmm. I Mark hear Ingram. his I hear his press conferences. I hear I see him play on the field the way he supports his teammates. And I was like, yo, that's my dude. Like he and I <laughs> like All right, so special episode of the Bottom Line Sports Talk podcast. Uh, what are we? 49. <laughs> <laughs> We've been claiming we top five that are alive. We do it for the culture, about the culture, because we are the culture. the culture. And we're happy to be joined by, I want to say my day one. She should say day one the all amazing, day. The amazing. Annie, OD on sports. Love her show. Go ahead and talk to me, Annie. What's up? I'm so excited to be here. And yes, we are day ones for each other. It's, this has been a long time coming. So I'm yeah, so excited yeah. that this is finally happening. And what a perfect time. We're right before sports is about to return. Oh, right. oh, okay. Right before the NBA. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Well, let me <laughs> jump to, I know you're basketball, I'm sorry, baseball slash hockey heavy as far as a lot of your topics. So with baseball getting ready to kick off, tell us what can we expect from this shortened season, I guess I'll say that nicely. Oh boy, what can you <laughs> expect? For me, I think we're gonna see for one, teams, the pressure is on because these guys normally have 162 games to get a season together. And usually you have like April, May, most of part of June to kind of figure it out and get your team chemistry going. And then a lot of teams you've seen have kicked, kicked it in after the All-Star break. I mean, the recent national, the recent World Series champions, the Washington Nationals, were in last place for the longest time. And right. here they are. Obviously, they made, got it together and won the World Series. There's no room for that. You get off to a bad start, it could screw your season over. So mm -hmm. we're going to see intense games. Guys are going to be just – the pressure is going to be on to figure things out. If you have new guys on your team, Figure out that chemistry as quick as you can, whether it's from spring training earlier this year to their little camps that they're doing. The summer <laughs> camps is what they're calling it now. Right. But, yeah, we're going to see. I'm actually very excited just because every game is going to mean that much more because there's about 102 less games in a season. Yeah. But I'm pumped. I, I still – I mean, our World Series favorites haven't really – teetered too much so they are the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. my Los Angeles Dodgers I should talk, talk I should, it real quick I should add <laughs> with recent star Dodgers star Mookie Betts about to All make right. his Dodger debut and just about a little what less than a week now less than a week now less than a week no no not less than a week a little less than two weeks two weeks right. two weeks yeah two weeks two weeks yeah but yeah, it should be exciting. And you know, uh, we've got a shortened baseball season alongside the NBA playoffs and, and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Honestly, which usually around this time, like yeah. you don't have, like yeah, the beginning of baseball, mm -hmm. you're kind of yeah. competing with the MLB playoff, the, mm -hmm. the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. So most people don't tune in till after all that's done. Whereas now, like you kind of have to tune into all 60 yeah. games because there's really not that much baseball to watch. You want to watch as much. So right. it's going to be like, I already told my friends, I was like, August and September, I was like, don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be doing anything. I, I'm booked and busy. <laughs> I will be in my room on my TV, like watching as much as I can. But um, I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's been a long, like four months without sports. It's been four well, months. It's, yeah. it's, it's It seems like it's been an eternity. Right. For me, right. that's, that's for well, sure. 
it's one of the things I've talked about on the podcast is the one thing that like I love about sports is it's an escape for a lot of us. It's yeah. an escape from our jobs, our, you know, whatever's going I on agree. in our personal lives and we can escape it for two and a half, three hours, whatever will. And if, it, even if we don't totally escape it, we get our mind, you know, we take our minds away from it for even just a little bit. And right now with all the stuff that's going on in the world, like we don't have that outlet and it's been right. hard. It's been hard on a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. So I'm very excited that things are, while we can't actually go to the games in person, which is a huge uh, loss yeah. for a lot of us, being able to watch it on TV gets some sense of normalcy back into our lives. So I'm pumped. Most definitely. I agree. Yeah, I, I got a question. Uh, what do you, do you think there's going to be a, just a breakout star? In, in baseball? What it be? Yeah, for baseball. This coming up I season. mean, breakout star? Uh, I mean, you look at guys, hopefully Mike Trout's playing. I know he hopefully. has since... <laughs> Uh, you know he's been kind of talking I know his wife is due very soon with their first child oh, wow. so okay. I totally understand if he would want to opt out of the season but I do see him I for me Mike Trout's one of those he's the best player in baseball arguably one of the best players we've seen in a long time and baseball marketing really hasn't done him justice to put him out as a big star like you can walk down the street I mean anyone anyone you wouldn't have to be a big football fan you know who Patrick Mahomes you, you see Patrick Mahomes on the street you know who he is you you're not a big basketball Exactly. <laughs> yo. And meanwhile, yo. you recognize him. You're like, yo, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I real quick, man. Write the check. Write the check for me, you real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, first thing that comes, I mean, I'm biased, but obviously, Cody Bellinger coming off his 2019 MVP run, I see him obviously trying to put, you know, live up to those numbers. You have to look at a 60 game season, and there's little room for error, like I've said, but. It also comes to mind, like, okay, what stats and what numbers do we really take into account? Do we take these personal, like, do you, if you crown an MVP this season, do you take it as seriously as you would a normal season? Which, I mean, the same argument can be made for the World Series this year. Is this actually a legitimate year? To me, I think it is. I think it should be counted as legitimate. It's a baseball season, nonetheless. There's going to be a full postseason, regardless of if the regular season's shorter. So I think, I don't think there's an asterisk involved. I don't think there should be any, like, I mean, regardless, if your team's the one that wins, you're going to be like, it's legit. But if you, you know, obviously if you lose, you're like, oh, yeah, no, this team didn't count. Like, that year, 2020 didn't count. Like, <laughs> guys are opting out. There's 60-game season. But I'm going to say, I hope, I think it's going to be Mike Trout, I think Cody Bellinger, obviously. And then you have a healthy Christian Yelich from the Milwaukee Brewers. He went down with an injury last year, and I think that really hurt. The Milwaukee Brewers have a great baseball team. I think him going down really hurt. The same thing with Andrew McCutcheon, him going out really hurt the Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies, yeah. yeah. I think that also put on Bryce, the, the pressure on Bryce Harper to perform really well, which people are already saying he's really overrated, which debatable. But I think if the, you know, the Philadelphia Phillies, if they're all healthy, they can make a good run at the playoffs. Um, and obviously we got to look at Garrett Cole, who just signed a contract with the Yankees. A lot of pressures on him, but I do think he's going to have a great year this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to get into something we were speaking on briefly before. Since it's finally going to happen now, what are your expectations for the Houston Astros in terms of, you know, teams in general coming in? Like, are we going to expect the worst? Is it going to be kind of like fair play? Like, what is it going to be in your opinion? I, I think 
it's a very they lucked out big time with the coronavirus for one the <laughs> they were they are the biggest winners of this thing because you know very beginning you know obviously the beginning of spring training everyone was talking about how many times they were pegged during uh you know preseason games i mean you, there's a whole twitter account dedicated to it and, you know just the astros getting hit by pitches and then coronavirus hits and then of course the whole mess with the mlb mlbpa negotiations that kind of overtook the astros mm -hmm. news and honestly it's the astros situation that kind of was the tip of the iceberg for rob manfred's relationship with the fans because he Wait, didn't handle man. that well and then they not see these all. negotiations not going well and they're like god damn get this guy out of here yeah but i do think <laughs> You know, they asked a lot of the players, you know, well, you know, are you going to, you know, retaliate? You know, if you see Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa come up to bat, like the temptation's there to hit them. But the thing is, they already, the league already warned the teams and the GM saying if there's any retaliation against the Astros, that punishment will be handed out, which is more punishment than they got. They received, right, right. It's been a biggest thing. It's just been a biggest thing. In the words of my man, and my prophet, Stephen A. Smith, that is Stephen blasphemous. Blasphemous. <laughs> 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 uh, the I just... nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated gall. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do think with the shortened season, guys are going to be less likely to take those chances. You know, you yeah. got a 162-game season, and you're facing off against the Houston Astros in April or May. You've got a full season to kind of make up for. So a one or two game suspension or five, whatever, yeah. doesn't seem too bad. But when you've got a 60 game season yeah. and you've got, you know, you lose, you lose one of your starting pitchers for, assuming it's a starting pitcher that does it, assuming, you know, you lose one of your best pitchers for three to five games, however much, however long the suspension they hand out, that could really hurt you. Yeah. That could, you know, you don't have that guy for a full, you know, their full rotation goes by. You don't have that guy at your disposal to use. Right. So I do think guys are going to be less likely less likely to retaliate against the team, which is beyond frustrating. But I do have hope, and I've said this before, sports fans are the most stubborn we are stubborn people I know. Like, we, we don't, don't forget anything. We, oh, we are, you yeah. know, you remember a playoff series from 10 years ago, and you remember players, you remember teams. I don't look at Shane Victorino the same way I did that when the Dodgers lost to the Phillies two back-to-back -back years. And I, even though he was a Dodger, I, for a brief period of time, I can't <laughs> look at it in the same way. I can just hold that grudge over him. I can't oh, help yeah. it. And fans are going to be like that, especially Dodgers and Yankees fans who yeah. arguably got in the way of their World Series runs. So I do believe once fans are let back into the stadiums in 2021, knock on wood, they're going to get their fair share of signs. You know, people are going to put trash cans in. I have faith in sports fans. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think 2021, when everything kind of go, get back to normal, I do agree with you. Yeah. Well, when, when it's Houston, a full season. When yeah. it's a full season, every, every time they go away to a away game, it's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. Absolutely. I I really do. They're gonna get really theirs. Do. They will. It's. <laughs> and see, this is how I feel about anything in Houston, and it's not. I guess I kind of fit into the rivalry of Dallas and Houston. I've never liked anything from Houston. That's the Rockets. That's the Astros. What? Uh, I, I I never liked the Rockets. I never liked. I, I I'm not just a huge huge baseball fan, right? I never liked the Astros anyway. Okay. So it's just right. like. Anything that's bad that's happening, if it happens in Houston and or Atlanta, you know, okay. the Saints, I'm okay with. You know, Boston with the Lakers, anything bad that happens, I'm okay with. I'm, I'm for it. You know. Wait, do you feel the same about the Texans then? See, this is how I feel about the Texans, and anybody who's a Texas fan can get upset. 
I don't really consider them a team. Uh, Bill Bryant, Bill O'Brien is about the worst coach I can think of to head a franchise. I love Deshaun Watson, though. Yeah, that's you know, that's a given, though, right? Right. How do you like the whole thing with DeAndre Hopkins this past offseason? I was like, it furthers my point of why I don't like them. True. I still, I remember getting that notification. It was the day, like, before New York shut down, yeah. and it was the same yeah. day. So, I remember we got, DeAndre Hopkins went to Arizona. That was the same day Stephon Diggs went to yeah. Buffalo. Went and to we Buffalo, got yeah. both of those in one day. Oh, and I was like, wait. Yes, we did. Yeah. It's one of those things you got to double check. You go to Twitter, and you got to make sure Adam Schefter's the guy that put it out there. Hey. You're like, wait, this is. I went straight. I was like, you playing, You right? gave up DeAndre Hopkins for what? A running back. <laughs> And, and a and a low level of what fourth round draft pick something like yeah, that. Something like, I think third or fourth round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But DeAndre, arguably one of the best receivers nowadays. He's undecided. He has the biggest hands, and he's fast, and he he breaks open your office, and you get rid of the most reliable weapon for Deshaun, and say, hey, go out here and finish this out. You like Michael, so go be like Michael now. <laughs> In football, <laughs> ridiculous. But I, I I have to. I, I don't look. I'm on the opposite end when he says like in Houston he don't like none of the none of the sports teams. I only like the Houston Rockets. They not my favorite NBA team by no stretch of the imagination. And you are wearing our colors too, by the way. No, no, no. She is wearing our colors. The Lakers. She's a Lakers fan. Okay. No, no. Look, the Braves. Oh, per- yep. yeah. This is That's this Lakers. Is, <laughs> this, is, this is Lakers, Dodgers. Give me your hockey team because I, I we definitely got to expand on that soon. Give me the oh, hockey. Oh, the Ducks. Team. I yeah. got the jersey right back there. I yeah, I'm about to say the Ducks. You, you know, everything. You know, it's, it's yeah, hockey, it's you not, know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think the Houston team is that bad. Well, the only one I root for possibly is the Rockets, but it's because I'm a big James Harden fan. I'm Fair enough. Fan. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. So, I have a question because I know I've asked you and I say as soon as we get you on the show, I definitely got to do it. I am a uh, aspiring hockey enthusiast, right? Don't know a lot about the game, so I want to get into it. All right. Can we kind of dive into, you know, what are some of the things I need to look for when I want to find a team to root for? Because I got my basketball down, my football down. I'm going to figure out baseball, but I'm still new to <laughs> hockey. But I, I went to a uh, LA Kings game back in the day and I loved it and it was against the yeah. Boston Bruins so yeah, that was a icing on the cake too. Oh great game. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that? That was uh 2016. Okay okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh I loved it and I was like how do I get into this because I definitely love it in person and so I got into it a little bit more so like what's your suggestion if I'm looking for a hockey team like what are some of the things I need to look for? One of the big things, actually, my brother suggested this when I was talking about this with him. One of the ways that his friends actually learned the players and teams was playing video games. So, like, I think mm. K20 or old games, just that's the, just the fast pace of the game. The game is faster than, a, than, like, a Madden or an NBA 2K kind of game. So that's a great way to learn the players and learn the teams. But for me, it's, you know, watch the games. Figure out, you know, what kind of players or what kind of teams are more your style. If you like the quicker teams, if you like guys that score a lot of goals, if you like the more physical side of hockey, which honestly I think physical, kind of physical, which the Ducks have been known to be a very physical team, and that's kind of phasing out. 
And that's the reason they're kind of in a rebuild mode where yeah. they really haven't, they kind of were late to jump into the faster, faster. kind of pace. So mm -hmm. they're obviously paying the price for that. But I would say just start watching games um, and, you know, no better time than this NHL restart. Just oh, saying. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, like for me, I like the, like, it's very not common to like the players I like, but uh, my, my favorite players are the ones that you love them if they're on your team. You hate them if they're not. No, so I love guys that cause trouble, <laughs> that start fights, that get that cherry pick where you're like in front of the goalie, like yeah. screening, causing problems. I love that. I love guys that cause problems, pests that piss people off, but they can back it up with scoring. Like you're not going to get mad at a guy that's causing problems, but he's also notching 30 plus goals a season. It's just not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. He's proven oh. to be productive and get the job done. So that's my favorite kind of player. Oh. But yeah, I would say watch teams. And also, I mean, colors are, I hate to get so kind no, of. No, no, no. That's a big thing though. Colors <laughs> are huge. Like there's some jerseys that, I wouldn't, you wouldn't find me dead wearing. There's some classic logos that you love. Obviously, people love the Blackhawks logo. Mm -hmm. Some people argue it, argue it as the best in sports. Um, you know, you've got history with the original six teams. I've, I've ranted about that before. I think that's yeah. a little overrated, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes. I, I remember that. That made, me, <laughs> that made me do a little different thinking. So, yeah. <laughs> There is, there is some, uh, what, what do they say, arrogance, some condescension, condescending nature with those teams. But there is a lot of history, which is very cool. But you mm -hmm. have guys like, obviously, Alexander Ovechkin with the Capitals, Connor yeah. McDavid with the Oilers. You have some stars out in Boston, you know, David Posternock, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand. Uh, the Blackhawks, they you know, came off a three-cup run in five years not too long ago and still have a lot of those stars. So it's the guys that you find the most. That's the fun thing about picking a new team, which I just did it with the NFL. Oh, it's guys oh, that you man. find so exciting to watch <laughs> where you're like, you know, might as well, which I, I know you were rooting for the Saints really hard on that. I oh, do. I she sold us out for the wrong team. <laughs> You you can always jump, you can always jump on that bandwagon she, if you want. To. She's with Baltimore right now. I don't know. I don't think she's doing <laughs> she, it yeah, with he, he told me. I, I was do, okay with it. I I Drew Brees holds a very special place in my heart. Not only <laughs> as a former Chargers fan, but I actually did get to meet him when I was ten years old. Oh, so I will always root for Drew. Um, I it broke yeah all that all that he went through this off season too with the, the yeah. comments he made like it broke my heart that <laughs> he was the guy to take the fall. But it was awesome seeing his teammates rally around him and, yeah. you know, the fact that he was so willing to have those conversations and say, yeah. hey, I messed up. Like, I want to be better. I want to, mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's fix the problem here. Clearly there's something wrong with the way I'm thinking. Let me hear what you have to say. Yeah. And that's where I was like, all right, Drew, let's – it gives people hope that, like, hey, even if you did disagree, even Listen. if you do, like, think you differently, know, there's a path forward. You can – it's okay – to change your mind and it's okay to admit hey i was wrong mm. so so i have uh i have one Sorry. question for you with I, the say, hockey. I got into i went from hockey to football so oh no no no, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this, 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 just with the hockey though if you had to have i know you uh, the anaheim ducks are your favorite yep. hockey team what are your favorite like can you give me your top five favorite hockey jerseys right now that you possibly all time all time yeah. or current? I won't say current. Current. Oh, okay. All right, that's different. All <laughs> time, I definitely have. Okay, give me all time. Then. Yeah, give all, me all time, time might be okay. better. I think. All time, obviously, number one is going to be those mighty ducks of Anaheim jerseys. That's they the best, great. and I will fight anyone that says otherwise. I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's like I, it, 
I get it. Like a lot of people don't like the Ducks jersey that's behind me. And a lot of guys are like, everyone tells me, oh, they got to bring those back. But you know, the sale from Disney and from there, once, once they sold the team from, once Disney sold the team, I mean, it was done. You can't use the logo. You can't use the name. So that's just business at that point. Um, the second one I love, which I actually have in my closet too. I have the nineties Buffalo Sabres Jersey. that are just the goat head. I think they're so clean and so cool. That's like red, black, and silver and white. It's just beautiful. I love it. They actually wore, those are the jerseys the Sabres wore in the Stanley Cup final against the Dallas Stars when they won. But I love those. Um, I do my third. I gotta go. I gotta go with the Blackhawks. I think that logo is beautiful. I think um, need, everybody knows about the Blackhawks jersey. So like, yeah. I know for sure. If I don't know nothing else, I'm like, it's just timeless how it looks. But, but their Buffalo, right. but but their Buffalo uh, Sabres jersey is nice. I'm looking at it right now. Right. <laughs> they nice. are nice. That goat. I wish they brought it back. If you look up their jerseys now, you're like, oh god damn, why'd you change it? <laughs> it's like this yellow and blue with like the swords and this little. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not as cool. It's definitely not as cool. Yeah, that man, it's still for 105. Right. Right. Oh, Don't you can get done. cheaper ones. I feel like you can get cheaper ones other places, but it's I like the eBay, the third market. That's my. I love spending money. I love going to like thrift shops and buying old sports stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, do they have uh, the black and white Buffalo jerseys? These that I'm looking at right now? Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they took. They took. They took. <laughs> I, I, I will buy that jersey. I would. I would. Right. I would buy that right. Jersey. Oh, uh, okay. I ain't going to, I ain't going to bait on the, uh, uh, the Mighty Ducks, but that's coming in. That Was that your number two? That was my number one. I'm not biased because they're my team. But okay, I, yeah. I love <laughs> but, but, oh, I was, I was talking about with the Buffalo jerseys. Where they, oh, number, Buffalo number two. That's okay, my number yeah. two. Chicago. I'll give the Blackhawks number three. Uh, the Hartford. I love that Hartford Whalers old time logo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the blue and the green. I like. I think that's very clean. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and fifth. Oh, this one's gonna be tough. Um which I might get heat for, but I don't care. <laughs> I do love, I mean, I do love the Montreal Canadiens classic logo just because it's been so yeah, consistent so throughout the years yeah. and there's so much history behind it. And I hate that I gave the original 16 so much, such a hard time. And here I am giving them to, actually, I'm going to tie that. I'm going to, I know okay. that I think about it. I love those Dallas Stars jerseys. From I was I about to say, them. I love them when I, I love them. those. I love the Mike Medano jerseys for yeah. sure. The, the Kelly Green they have now is nice. Like, it ain't bad, but you look back. No, at that old, when they first moved, when they first came from Minnesota to Dallas, love those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I, I definitely like it what it is nowadays, but I actually was doing some research when I was supposed to go to a game this year, but I didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, snap. I was like, I need this. I was like, if I go here, I'm going to be like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and it's cool like if you find them, the minnesota north stars logo is also really cool it's got the n with the little star on top and if you find stuff like that and you wear it to like a dallas stars game people are like oh tight like they know yeah. they know what's up <laughs> i also love i feel like i'm going way past five i don't care i also oh. love the old phoenix coyotes jerseys at first oh. like way back in the day they got like the tribal print and like the coyote that kind of looks like a hieroglyphic 
I think it's really cool. I think back in the day, a lot of people were kind of turned off to it, but now that time has gone on, people see it as like a vintage kind of look. People mm -hmm. love it, but I just think it's cool. Yeah. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. I, I feel like we know a little bit more right, right now. <laughs> you, you have a good taste, man. You have a good taste. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, let me see. So I actually thought about this when we were finishing recording our other episode. And it was for this one. So as far as this question right here, who is your athlete spirit animal? So you know when people say like, that's Ooh. my spirit animal. So who would be your athlete spirit animal? And if you got more than one, that's fine too. I've got more than one for okay. sure. Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> The first one that comes to mind for me is Mark Ingram. Like mm -hmm. I Mark hear Ingram. his, I hear his press conferences. I hear, I see him play on the field the way he supports his teammates. And I was like, "Yo, that's my dude." Like he and I, <laughs> like I was like, we're, we're we're somewhat of the same. Like we we gotta be like connected in some way. Until I found out his birthday is like a day or two before mine. I was like, "That's wow!" Why. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, oh, wow. stars, the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the universe are in there. There we go. So I would say him. Um, I mean, I always like to say, I mean, as far as like, I don't know about spirit animal, but I always think back to Kobe Bryant, like he's my biggest inspiration. And I always look to him. I've looked to him since I was in elementary school. So I always try to think that he's my spirit animal, but he's more like an idol for me yeah. where, yeah. yeah, his work ethic, the mama mentality. And I think that's honestly like your message to me after that episode in the week, unfortunately that he passed away, made me feel so like I wasn't alone during that a week where I just felt so sad and heartbroken. Meanwhile, like I didn't know the guy personally. Like I have never had the privilege to meet him and shake his hand, no matter how many times I've dreamt about it. <laughs> uh, like when you re reached out to me, you were like, yo man, like I, I listened to your episode and I feel the same way. Like you're going through this, like you're not alone going through this. And it just made me feel so good. So. Y'all held a very special place in my heart for that. But it was tough. <laughs> it, was a t it was tough. It was tough for a lot of us, I think. But a lot of got people, like, feel – I don't want to say they feel stupid, but, like, it's hard when, like, a celebrity or someone that you just Watch. connected to has provided so much right. inspiration for you passes away, and you're yeah. just – you're left feeling so empty. And yeah. a lot of people are like, this is stupid. I didn't know them personally. Like, they're not right. family. They're not my – friend but it just still doesn't mean you're not allowed to be affected by them and it just reflects how much of an impact they had on you and how much yeah. their work and them as a person and their legacy has left an impact in the world and that's one thing that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of you know makes me feel positive is that Kobe Bryant is will never be forgotten his never, mama never. mentality lives on through all of us yeah yeah most definitely Ooh. Did you think about yours yet? <laughs> I got, I got, I got a couple of. Uh, I know basketball wise. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and I'm gonna go okay. with yeah. I'm gonna go with Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, and Damian Lillard. Like they, they press conferences, especially when Damian Lillard get mad after a game. Like he don't care. Oh, another one, Demar, Demarcus Cousins. Four, four of them, four of them, four, four of them are my. They, they are my. They are my sports spirit animal to the to the core. Like Demarcus doesn't care, especially especially when he was in Sacramento, he yeah. did not care. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, his post game interviews are crazy. 
Patrick Beverly is like you had said with, with NHL, the player you love to be on your team, but you hate the most when he's on the opposite team because he right. pissed. He'll piss. And he talk he talk a bunch of shit and then you know, you know the rest. And then Absolutely. like I said, yeah, all, all four, all four of them. Yeah, all four of them are mine. Like, no <laughs> no comparison whatsoever. Well, I'm going to uh, just keep running in the football realm uh, only because I played football in high school. So, uh, Tad Johnson is definitely one of mine. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Um, and for some reason, don't know why, Troy Palomalu was quiet as all outdoors, but, like, was deadly. Yeah. Deadly. Absolutely. And I, I don't think they talk about him enough. Nowadays, like no. they, it was him and Ed Reed, one and two, whichever one, one A, one B, whatever, and they don't talk about him enough. So definitely, Ch- but Chad, Chad, please, Woo. still used to. Oh, this Chad, one. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> another one. That would be a good one. Absolutely, <laughs> I love everything he did. Like he, he's a great Twitter follow for the long. He's oh yeah, I follow too. Follow yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always, and he always uh, playing FIFA too. Yes, he loves FIFA. Loves <laughs> <He> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does. He definitely does. Um, so we're real big in the music around here. Uh, we okay. always do picks of the week and stuff, but you know that'll be later on when we do a couple picks if you got something for us. But as far as like genres and people that you listen to, like who are some of the people that get you inspired? Because for those who don't know, you box. Okay. I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Uh, that's I guess that's that's another athlete spirit animal I would add. Conor McGregor, I love Ooh, him. Really I think him. he's hysterical, and he is so. One of my biggest things when I started this podcast was I was like, okay, I'm gonna be like fearless and authentically myself. That's yeah. I kind of that's been my mantra, and that is a man who is authentically and unapologetically, <laughs> literally, he apologizes right. to absolutely no one nobody, nobody. <laughs> himself. <laughs> he does his thing. He'll talk shit, but he can back it up. For the most part, of course not. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, yeah. And also, I mean, I'm from Irish heritage, so I love, I love watching him. I think he's such a personality. He's so entertaining. I hope he's not done, done. I hope. I still want (laughs) to see him out in the public. But anyway, back to some of the music I like and pump, getting me pumped up. I love '90s hip hop R&B. I love any kind of old school. My my brothers give me such a heart. Like my youngest brother, who's 18, he's all into the recent, like, oh, yeah. popular music, and he'll play stuff in the car. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, turn, like he's got a good turn, beat. Turn, be, be, be honest. Be, be honest. You tell him turn this shit off, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was <laughs> okay. like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's like all TikTok songs. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, I'm a big, the 90s is my biggest, like, there, I have a, I actually have a playlist that's, uh, it's like all TRL top hits, so it's from <laughs> 98 to 2008, all top 10, and it's my favorite playlist, oh my goodness, but my go-to, so when, I know we're not talking songs yet, but definitely 90s hip-hop R&B, like, two, I, I love Tupac, anyone, I, there was this thing, do you guys remember that meme that was going around with Bill Clinton holding all the albums? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So I had like my mix was so weird because that's just like my genre, my Spotify playlist is so weird. Like you would look <laughs> at it and be like, "Who the hell is this chick?" <laughs> like, it's got. I mean, I've got a good mix of like country. I've got hip hop, pop, everything. But I do love classic rock too. That's another one. As far as boxing goes, it doesn't really like when I'm running, it'll get me hyped up. But when I'm boxing, I want hip hop. 
for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. All right. You got anything? Uh, I got another one. Another one, just like DJ Khaled. Wow. Like what I did there. Okay. Another one. Another one. <laughs> So when, uh, hypothetically speaking, for someone that wants to go out on a date with with a young lady or a young lady going on a date with a man or male, what sport or what sporting event would you take them to to kind of get them started on, on which sporting event to go to if you had to choose? If I'm, or were we assuming this, is this a first date? Yeah, first date. First date, okay. Uh, I think first date, just for the pace-wise, I would say baseball would be the perfect first date game. You know, hockey is very fast-paced, and there's not a lot of room for conversation. And <laughs> I'm just thinking for me personally, too, like football, I'm very, like, when the play Isn't starts, it? I'm like, and then when it stops, I'm like, yeah, yeah talk, talk, where is, and then, okay, okay, talk, talk, talk. <laughs> and, right back and basketball is kind of, Basketball is kind of the same thing for hockey with me. Like, I'm balls in motion, pucks in play. Like, don't talk to me. Don't ask right. me questions. Right. Wait for the stoppage of play. Whereas baseball, it's a little bit slower. There's a lot more stoppages in play when the ball's not in motion. There's room for conversation. That's probably okay. – that will probably be my go-to. Okay. That makes sense right there. I, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Our I, first I, date, for sure. If down the line we can build it up to more, like, intense sports – yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's cheaper to go to a baseball game than it is for any other sport. I've heard so, it. I have you heard You can't it. drop. You have to keep dropping too much money on a first date. You feel me? <laughs> I feel like that's a rule, though. That's a rule. Then you right here. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. Got one. So. You picked the Baltimore Ravens to be your team after, yep. um, we'll just say you were kind of like, you said a free agent. We'll use free agent. So you were a free agent. I was you, a free agent, yeah. Yeah, you picked Baltimore Ravens. That was actually a, a very, very, that was a great idea by, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. What was his Lawrence name? Jackson, the fantasy football lord. <laughs> oh, his last name Jackson, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, our last name is Jackson. Our last name Jackson. Oh, oh, okay. That's why we were getting into it so hard then. Oh. <laughs> So now that you picked Baltimore to be your team, uh, I know it was a lot of deciding factors. So what's the biggest factor outside of Mark Ingram? Because I know you mentioned that. What's the biggest factor to make you go ahead and go with them? Ooh, it was hard for me. It came down to the the Seahawks and the Ravens. And it actually came down to, I love love Russell Wilson. I have, I love watching play. I love who he is as a person. I follow him on social media. I love all he does for the community. I love his relationship with Sierra. I think they're the best. Oh, they're the top relationship. Move over Tom and Giselle, Russell and Sierra are hey, goals for me. Like, hey. Without a doubt. <laughs> and the way Russell like has taken in Future Junior as his own, like yeah. I just I love everything about him. I mm-hmm. And it's so funny because all throughout football season last year, I was arguing, you know, between the, the NFL MVP and it was between Lamar Jackson and arguably and Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah, right, yeah. And I made a case for both. I was like, you know, everyone's kind of saying Lamar's running away with this one. I was like, you can make a strong case for Russell Wilson too. Okay. Like it's not a total, while Lamar's got a huge lead, like Russell's got a, a decent case for him as well. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it came down to those two because I was like, God damn, like I kind of knew. It would come down to those two, and yeah. I also knew the Saints were going to make it far because I do love Drew Brees, but I did think about it in the sense that Drew's 
maybe not got too much, maybe doesn't have a lot of seasons left. And I have a little bit more time as far as, you know, Russell Wilson and Wilmar yeah. Jackson. And what it came down to, I mean, I was close. I'm closer to Baltimore living in New York. Right. Um, and the fact that honestly, like, I did love Mark Ingram so much. I, I think they're hysterical. That team dynamic is just so entertaining. And I do think that they're going to win a Super Bowl within the next five years. So oh, most definitely. That was my hope. And just kind of Lamar's style of play. It reminds me, I loved watching Michael Vick play quarterback when he was playing. And I, you know, it kind of reminded me, he gives off big Michael Vick vibes for me. And uh, not just because he passed his rushing record this year. So that was ultimately what led it for me. But it, it was hard giving up on my man, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Especially because I love those jerseys, too. They are Seahawks nice. jerseys yeah. are fire. I mean, I got to hate them during the season. And, of course, you know, oh, what they did that's in, the, in the past. But I, I definitely love them. Like, it's not that many teams you would think they could pull that off. No. And they Absolutely. just do it so well. Like, they represent Absolutely. it so well. I know there's going through that process was really funny. Like my mom was telling me, she's like, I was hoping you'd pick the Buffalo Bills. Like you Ooh, just feel like you, you would blend in with Bills Mafia so well, which is not wrong. Like I like to have a good time. That's no, yeah, that's yeah. not wrong. But what it, I remember, he uh, they made it past the first round, and then he said, you know, Josh Allen or Sam Darnold, and that was hard. But I was like, you know, if if it came down to it, I'm going Sammy. <laughs> I gotta yeah, pick yeah. Sam Darnold as yeah. my quarterback if that yeah. comes down to those two. Yeah, interesting about the Bills Mafia. We only know one real Bills fan, and Ooh. he is die hard. And not gonna lie, they got a soft spot in my heart because Nick Harrison, yeah. uh, one of my he was our public well, he's my public speaking teacher, and okay. he made me start paying attention because like nobody pays attention to Buffalo, and so I started watching them. And you know, they have their growing pains, of course, but I love yeah. their fan base. Like, yeah, their fan base, you really have crazy. to. It's, those those guys are partying in sub-zero weather. Yeah. Yes. You've got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah. I'll give it to somebody them. growing up in Southern California where if, if it's single-digit weather, I'm not leaving my house. If it's 30, <laughs> I, I'm not leaving if I have to. So you got to tell us, how, how is it out there in New York when you, uh, now that you live out there, how, how have you adjusted to it out there? Um, it's definitely, I mean, as far as like COVID goes or just in life? It's just in life, just in life. It's, I mean, it's different than, it's different than any city I've ever lived in. I mean, I went from San Diego, the suburbs of San Diego to Pittsburgh, then to Mm -hmm. Chicago and then New York. I thought living in Chicago would help me prepare for New York. No, it's two totally different cities (laughs) and two totally different ways of life. Um, the Kind of the way I put, I mean, I went through some of the hardest years of my life living in New York professionally. Like I was in a job that was just a really bad fit for me. And the thing I've learned is New York just makes you very tough. It makes, it'll bring you to your knees if you let it. It will try to bring you down, but you have to, you know, you develop that New Yorker mentality where you're just tough and you gotta, you know, put on a brave face, do what you gotta do. And luckily the universe stepped in and got me out of that bad situation. And I was left to kind of find myself in the biggest city in the world where every industry and all these opportunities are. Um, It's not, I know it's not forever for me just because I can't see myself, you know, settling down, raising a family there. Also New York sports fans are. (laughs) 
That's what I was going to ask afterwards. But yeah, you can. <laughs> there, nah, no. I always thought being an, NFL, being an NFL free agent, I was like, well, maybe I'll settle down with like the Jets to the Giants when I move out there. Oh, no. No. Mm -mm. Okay, good place. No, absolutely not. I kind of knew you weren't when, when you started the podcast. I kind of knew you weren't going to be a New York fan. I was so happy about that. I was like, you no, know. No. It's, my dad grew up in New York, and the only New York sports team he liked was the Brooklyn Dodgers, and they're mm. obviously in L.A. now. Like, he's not a Knicks fan, not a not a football – he's a football fan, but he's not any New York. And, you know, basketball-wise, he broke my heart and became a Celtics fan, but we won't talk about that. Oh, it's – yeah. I'm a, I'm a disappointment for liking the Lakers. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh, my God. I asking, I, I remember asking for Lakers gear as a kid for Christmas and my birthday, and he was like, <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not oh. but um, yeah it's been about two and a half years I've been in New York it has not been the like I said it's not been the easiest journey there's definitely been some bad days but I wouldn't be who I am and I don't think I'd be starting I wouldn't have started this podcast if I didn't move to New York oh, so okay. I'm forever grateful for my time there yeah. all right yeah that's yeah. uh that's kind of how i got the podcast started it used to be a blog and it turned into a podcast and it was like yeah during that trying time you know going through jobs and stuff, so i can relate to that right well so many it's so funny because there's a lot of blogs and there's a lot of websites out there but so few people can carry a podcast and make it entertaining and yeah, engaging yeah. and you guys are so like listening to you guys it's like you're drawing your audience in and i feel like i'm in the conversation with you too and that, that's something that it's a lot of things. What I'm realizing is that can't be taught. That's something that comes naturally. That's energy. That's charisma. That's, you know, the relationship you two have with each other. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's exciting. It's, you know, it's a whole new dynamic for people that, hey, well, you know, you can be a great writer and do this, but, you know, being able to speak on it, being able to form your own opinions is a whole other topic. And I think the reason why, like, I wanted to start a podcast was for one, I had a lot of opinions and, as much as I love Stephen A, watching First Take, there's definitely not everything I agree with that's talked <laughs> on there, but also not a lot of the topics that I wanted to talk about were being covered. Like yeah. with the NBA, it was constant this year, the battle between Kawhi and LeBron. And while I love the Lakers, that's not all I, not all I want to talk about. There's, right. you know, let's talk about the Houston Rockets. Let's talk about what Giannis is doing in Milwaukee. Let's talk about how the Knicks rebuild this absolute yeah, the <laughs> mess that they have over there. There's so many other topics to talk about, and they're focusing on, which I get it. LeBron gets views. People want to hear about LeBron, but it gives people like us, like just sports fans, a platform to talk about what we want to talk about Everything and get our else, ideas out yeah. in the world. I agree. Yeah, no, that's definitely what it is. Well, yeah, you took you took my next question, so let me ask you this one in. Where do you see OD on sports? Like, what's your big plan for it? My big plan is to make it my full-time gig. That's my ultimate hope. If it's not a full-time gig, I hope someone listens to it and says, hey, like, I want this girl on my network. I want this girl on my team. Like, I, like she needs a bigger platform and hires me on. But, I mean, I think I'm just in the process of, like, trying to explore, all right, how do I make this – how do I begin to make this platform what it is? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, especially when you're doing it yourself and you're editing and doing – everything but i like it because i have control over yeah. what it is and yeah. i'm not outsourcing and that's a big thing is like with things you know things that have like my face on it and like <laughs> od on sports it's very like to my last name you know i want to make sure it's 
says the right message and says what it needs to say. So that would be my ultimate hope because I love talking sports. And back when I was having trouble with work, one of my friends, which is actually why I wanted to start the podcast and how it got started was one of my friends said, if you could do anything you wanted, like money aside, what would it be? I was like, talk sports. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I, even at my corporate job, I would talk sports with people. Like that was the only thing I wanted to do. (laughs) That's how I like create connections and make friendships everywhere I've lived and everywhere I go. I, I say it, it's like, if you move to a different city, like you, if you like a certain sport, like you meet basketball fans and you can create connections, talking basketball, same thing mm-hmm. with football, hockey, baseball. And that's how I've been able to do it. And that's the way, like, I've been able to make friends and establish those lifelong relationships everywhere I go. So my hope is to kind of capitalize on that and make it my career. That's what, that's what my dream is too. So I'm with you. I just, I know we had spoken about it before, but I definitely just want to give our audiences listening, like, you your podcast really like inspired me to make this as much of of you know as much of us as possible to bring right. it all bring it all along. I know every time I listen, like even though it's just you sometimes and then you have guests on there, I feel like yeah. it's I'm right here. She's talking to right. me. I might be sitting down and like taking notes or whatever, but like she's talking directly. <laughs> and I feel like I walk away with, you know, not only your opinion but my opinion, but I'm learning something about whatever topic it is in general and that's something right now, you I definitely... think that's that's Go a ahead. big surprise sorry I didn't mean to cut you off uh, you I think that good. was the biggest surprise when starting a podcast is like my friends that maybe aren't I mean not a lot of my girlfriends are huge into sports I definitely have some that are mm-hmm. but those that just listen and support me they're like I'm learning so much like right. I am picking up certain things like I'm able to talk to my boyfriend my husband about certain things that are going on. And I know more than he does at times, (laughs) which I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like I know that wasn't a goal for me starting it, but I'm really glad that people are taking that away. Like I think when the NHL announced their return to play plan, which it was very confusing. Like even for me, I was like, okay, how's this gonna work? And I had like a bunch of people reach out and say, hey, like this whole thing's so confusing. Can you break it down this week? I was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. That's what I, it took a lot of, like, I literally sat there for, like, two hours and made sure <laughs> I understood it, which says a lot about how confusing that whole, and how they explained it. It was really cool. Like, I didn't, I knew that people are get, getting their sports news from me, even though there's all these outlets that you could, and some people are like, no, I'll just wait to hear Amy's episode this week, or, yeah. like, there's so many times, like, I've waited to hear your episode for your thoughts on certain things. Like, it's Thank just <laughs> certain things you look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. Hey, I, I know, like I said, they're not telling any stories when they say they're learning and picking up stuff. Right. I'm like gonna, I, I I'm go, I'll go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, I'll learn more about NHL talking to you than I've known about my whole entire life. <laughs> especially, with the, especially with the jerseys. <laughs> especially with the jerseys. I, I got to go back and look at the jerseys because I might, I might have to debate you about that with Mighty Ducks. <laughs> well, but, hey, uh, <laughs> hey but. Yeah, I'll fight you I, on that. I will. <laughs> I will <laughs> down. And I know if there's a hundred percent, there's a hundred percent bias behind it. I, I recognize I understood. That, so. I understood. <laughs> At least I admit what, that. I admit that. <laughs> that's when people lose me. It's like you're biased. I'm like, prove it. <laughs> uh, well, did you have anything else for um, Well, before we get out, want to make sure we get a couple music picks from me if you can think of any. Uh, you know, from Spotify playlist or whatever. All right. I'm going to go with my two favorite karaoke songs of choice. Ooh. And it's not like new music. I'm not good with new music. I'm not <laughs> one of those like, 
I'm not hip and with it as far as music goes, but uh, <laughs> my favorite, which it, it would be my walkout song. If I was a professional athlete, I'd walk out onto the football field to this song. I would walk up to the bat, the you know, the home plate with this bot with this song. I sing it in country and karaoke bars, and it burns the place down because they're like, "Who's this white girl that can rap up here?" It is "California Love" by Tupac. And hey! <laughs> I love it. Love it. I love it. That's actually a fire walkout song, too. It's, yeah, that beginning. That beginning, you get the da 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 and you're like, ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> Kelly J. Manson of the Dodgers walks, does his clothes, walks out from the bullpen to it, and I'm like, bless, bless. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time it happens, I love it. Man, speaking of West Coast, oh. Man, I got, I got plenty. You got, I'm gonna let you do this. I don't have mine. Go oh, okay, I got, I got one. Um, I don't know if the, it would be a perfect song to walk out to, but I don't think they ever going to play it. Uh, is Dr. Dre featuring Ice Cube, Natural Born Killers? They never playing it. Yes. I know, I know, bro. <laughs> I don't I know, think they will. But... I, I know they won't. I know they won't. And DJ Quick, hand in hand, second and second. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Oh, if y'all ever play Natural Born Killers, walking out. Oh my God! Oh my God! So, so probably my like go-to, uh, only because every time we come out to Cali, we ask. Actually, we did it last time we went out to a bar. Anytime we go somewhere, and they're like, "Hey, anybody got a request?" We go up there. So Snoop Dogg featuring Corrupt, Nate Dogg, ain't no fun. Uh, yes. That's my stuff right there. Like, you want to see me get up, go sweat, and get dancing or whatever? Put that on. I'm about to eat this so okay. <laughs> that's okay. definitely mine. Well, <laughs> Miss Annie, make sure you tell the people uh, where to find you, listen to you, and the day and time and all that good stuff. And uh, any final send-off messages? Y'all can listen to me at OD on Sports, Apple, Spotify, wherever podcasts are streamed. You can follow me on Twitter at Sweet Annie OD, or you can follow on Instagram at OD on Sports. And then I also have my personal Instagram at Sweet Annie OD. Come follow me. I follow back. Let's, let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all definitely go follow, go listen. I promise you, you have not heard anything like what she brings to the table. Yeah. You will not be sorry. That's my recommendation. That's my perfect opinion. There is no bias behind it. Oh. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank Peace you guys so out. much for having me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, no problem. Other than that, uh, good people will listen. We'll, we'll have you, you know, in our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll have something very special planned for you guys. Peace out. Peace. Oh, peace. That's my, that's peace. <laughs>